conversation now. Hello? 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 Hello, hello. How are you feeling? I'm well. How are you? How's everything? I'm all right. Uh, so, welcome to Voices Behind the Wall. Um, on this episode, we are uh, just going to do it very simple. But first and foremost, I'd like for you to just uh, introduce yourself to the listeners, if you could tell us your name. Charles Coley. All right, Mr. Charles. All right. So, first and foremost, um, one of the first things that a lot of our uh, listeners want to know directly from the voices behind the wall is what is a day in the life in prison like? Okay, uh, it's one in which for me, yes. it's a day in which I'm grateful if I open my eyes. Mm. And I would have said, I say that whether I was in jail my first year or my 45th year. And so that's, a, that's the opening. After that, I'm, I'm grateful that I have my balcony. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I hopefully, God willing, that I'm able to maneuver through the rest of the 24 hours. Mm. And so, um, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of people listening are going to be um, a little shocked to say, like, wow, 45 years. So let me ask you, in, in that time, how do you, how do you stay grounded? How do you stay afloat? that and I feel like a lot of people will also uh, they should take heed to that <laughs> as they listen um, so you know I, I've, I've been reading some of the articles and hearing on the news about the move which is something that seems to be going down in history because Greaterford um, when you listen to the statistics it's one of the largest U.S. penitentiaries in, in the nation um, it's been around for years and years and years so can you kind of talk about how a lot of you, um, as men, as people, are preparing for this transition? Because I know that a lot of things are going to be much different. Um, for example, a lot of, uh, from my understanding, you all are going to be having cellmates now. And just the whole trajectory of the institution itself is going to be completely different from what uh, a lot of you at Greaterford have been accustomed to. a player 
it is that I try to do on a daily basis speaks who I am. That's not to say that I can't empathize with the guys, you know what I mean, who've been like me, been here for decades, right, and have to go somewhere else. It's not that I can't empathize. What I won't do is sympathize mm. with your wallowing in anything that makes you less than a man. Mm. We can't change this move. Therefore, we do what we've been doing for decades. We, have, we have, uh, adapt and move forward. That's that's my, my position, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of cool. But in the world that we live in, there isn't that much heat, contrary to what people think. Absolutely. Wow. And I think, um, you know, for the people listening, they should also be mindful. You know, there's there's a big difference between sympathizing and empathizing, and I'm glad that you bring right. that point up. Um, so understanding that it's two completely different worlds from how we may see it on the outside and how you all are living right. it day by day. Um, right. I think it is very important that, that you mention that for us to kind of... Um, this is a call from Pennsylvania State Correctional Institution, Greater Bird. This call is subject to recording and monitoring. For us to just kind of have a different mindset of, of understanding that, you know? That's important. And I just, I want to kind of loop back to um, the phrase that you said. Could you just repeat it again? About making those things, I will not make anything consequential which should not be consequential. Yes. So why is that, why is that important to you? And why has that been something that you've, you've held on to for so long? Extremely, extremely important to keep. So my next question um, 
if there is something that you could say to your younger self at the time or, you know, just, just the person that you were prior to your incarceration, what kind of words would you say to that? I would say, do not ever again intuitively go against that which told you from the beginning this is not the right setting for you. And this was, I was a young man. I acknowledge that. I, I went against something intuitively that normally I would not have. And I would have told, and that, that's what I would tell myself. Mm. Do not ever make that mistake of going against yourself. Mm. Intuitively, even though you, there's nothing there that you can physically see, mm-hmm. but intuitively you felt this was wrong. Mm. And you went against it. Mm. Mm. And those are, those are wise words. Those are very, very wise words that you could tell to your, your younger self or yourself some years ago. Right. Now reflecting as a person that has grown and understand, especially in the position, you know. Um, right. And I appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, thank you for, for allowing me to share it with you. Absolutely. All right. I- uh, now, 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 you know that, in fact, there was one thing I didn't say. Yes. That, 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 that aids me when I get up in the morning. Mm. There are some magnificent young brothers that I've had the privilege and the honor to come and contact. That they allow me to associate because it's them that allow us, but that allows me to associate with them. Mm-hmm. And... And my, and my little youngster here, Eric, <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, he is by far, and I mean this not as no trying to elevate him up in nobody's vision, this and that. He is by far one of the better students that I've ever in, been involved with. Because his ability to learn, his ability to want to know how a thing goes, in order to do what? One thing for him to make him a better person. That right there gives me so much comfort with the fact that he's not doing it for an nefarious reason. He's doing it because he knows where he stepped off the side of the street. He wants to give back. But he wants to give back with a foundation of wisdom Mm. and an understanding about what it is that he's supposed to be. I have to say another thing, too, and I say this to him and I say this to others. Do not ever ask who's in the room with you. Ask what is in the room with you. Mm. Wow. That that means so much on so many different levels. (laughs) (laughs) And... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) And like I say, but a young brother like him, and maybe one other, they understand what I say. I always tell them, it may appear as if I'm at a disadvantage in this world. But believe me when I tell you, this isn't going to turn out the way you think it is. And that means that you have to have confidence in who you are. Mm. You have to have confidence in your ability to say, you know what, if it hit me blindsided, I can write myself 
certainly will. I know, I know it did with me, so I know with all the other listeners it will. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thank right, you so very no, much. Thank you very much. Alright, all right, take care. Alright. Hello, what? Alright, easy. Yeah, I yeah. said, okay, okay. <laughs>